0: Welcome to She Bought That DVD, the podcast where every week we are watching one new movie from our mother's giant collection. I am your co-host Jaylene. and I'm Violet. And this week we have a special guest. It is you can introduce yourself.
1: Hello, I'm Jacob.
0: And for this special episode, you got to pick the uh, you got to pick the movie basically, and we told you that it just had to be released in the year that matched the episode so this is episode 89 so we picked something that was released in 1989 which was
1: when harry met sally
0: yes and neither of us have seen this film i no i have not but you've heard of it correct yes cuz we I, we weren't together when this got picked i had just texted you but you've seen it before bef- correct
1: yeah so i would it would come on like saturday afternoons um cuz way back in like the nineties. They would have like a little double feature every Saturday afternoon from like one to four. And it would be two movies. And they were usually from the 80s. So it was one of those. It just happened to be one of those that were on. And I would I don't know if I've ever watched the movie not on TV. So this is kind of the first time I've seen it not on TV.
2: So no ads? You got to watch it straight through?
1: No ads A lot of language and certain scenes I didn't know existed.
0: Oh. So they were like, oh, okay. That's, I think like that's one of the weirdest things coming and doing this project is finding out when there are differences. Or like things that are cut or added. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I never even thought of that because I, I guess a bit too young for certain movies that we would have watched on TV. Yeah. But yeah, like, I know I know about this movie, but I didn't know very much about it. Hmm. But it was really weird seeing some of the scenes, and I'm just thinking, I've seen this before, but where have I seen this? And I'm wondering if it's just like one of those pop culture references that has like been referenced throughout time, where I'm just like, yeah, I feel like I have seen this before. I knew nothing. You knew nothing? <laughs> nothing. I just assumed it was a rom-com, and... Uh, I think you were right. Yes, but I actually knew nothing going into this at all. Yeah. It was only an hour and a half, so neither of us could complain, so thank you on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't pick a two and a half hour movie.
0: Oh, my goodness. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. It's always appreciated when we don't have an over two hour movie. But I watched this over two days. Yeah, but you have had a wacky schedule, like... I had it for the weekend because you were gone for the weekend, and then you basically only had Tuesday to watch it, but because of how wild everything has been, you couldn't finish it, I'm assuming. No, I couldn't. I came home. Yeah, so I worked on Tuesday. I
2: tried to unpack, and then I had to go and clean the apartment and... I watched 45 minutes and that's all I could do. And then I just finished watching the second 45 minutes before recording this podcast because yesterday I was away (laughs) in Seattle all day. And unfortunately, this film is not on any streaming platforms is really what it is. Was it for you?
1: We'll say yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's streamed from somewhere. (laughs) It's on the internet somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> whether or not, yeah, it was a uh, Netflix or a uh, prime. It honestly wasn't even on prime to rent. And yeah. I was kind of surprised. I'm surprised this film isn't on anything. I wonder if it has been
2: at some point, but.
0: I don't know. It's a really easy watch. It's a very easy watch. That's also something that I was very excited about this because with any rom-com. Especially with the 80s, the plot is super simple. The characters generally have a good amount of depth. The music can be really good. I don't know. There's something about 80s and 90s.
1: It might have been on. uh, It might be because it's owned by Columbia Pictures and that's uh, a CBS property. So that's probably like a Paramount Plus thing.
0: And we don't have Paramount Plus up here.
1: Oh, okay. Probably why it wouldn't have been on anything. That makes sense.
2: You want to give us some facts about the movie?
0: Yeah. So a little bit for a little bit about this film when Harry Meets Sally. It was released July twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. Its budget was sixteen million dollars, and it grossed worldwide ninety three million dollars. I actually was looking for a fact about blockbuster or like VHS rental of it being. It's, like, highly rented, which I expected to be a very highly rented VHS back then, but there is nothing out there. So I'm just going to assume it, it it is because it well, yeah. the other facts that I was finding out about this film was this film is regarded as, like, one of the must-see rom-coms out there and is, like, in so many people's lists of, like, you have to watch this, like, top 10 and, like... St- I think it's on like a thousand and one films to see before you die. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it, it is a popular film. I, I'm wondering it, it, not being on a streaming platform is kind of doing a disservice. Damn you Paramount poor Canadians don't get to watch it.
1: Is there an alternative to Paramount plus like, like Star Trek would have aired on Paramount plus. Is there a streaming service that Star Trek airs on? Up there,
2: we have like uh, and like we have Crave because we don't have Hulu. Mm. Mm. So because we don't have
0: Hulu, we have Crave, which picks up. But then our Disney Plus has weird Hulu, Hulu picks. Show, yeah, in the Disney Plus, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. The other thing is you can get sub subscriptions under Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have that.
1: Yeah, you can you can do like Stars or HBO or whatever through Amazon Prime.
0: Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's it is basically the same thing. As far as like fun facts for this film, not many. They were very repetitive in the IMDb section. So the fun one that I did found was that the couple stories spliced in between are actual real stories. And it was like research done to get like happy couples together for the film and like uh, taking stories and putting them into the film and like little cute moments. And the director really loved all of these cute stories and decided to place them in the film. But they hired actors to do the stories. These are oh. not the real people, but the stories are real. Okay. However, Harry and Sally's is completely improvised. Hmm. Oh, like when they're sitting. Yeah, and talking? when they're sitting there
2: and talking. And some, the one of one some... oh, we we after three months we got married. Yeah. Oh
0: wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, completely okay. improvised. Okay.
1: Yeah, because well, I was looking good at the, to know. the credits for the 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 couples, and none of their last names matched, and I was like, okay, no. they're not oh. actual couples.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, the other fun one that I found that was kind of interesting was the scene where all four of them are on the phone together is. One complete take. It took them wow. 60 takes for them to nail it because they all had to slam the phone down at the same time. They also had to have the perfect dialogue, the perfect pacing of all of the dialogue. On the 54th take, they got it all correct, except their uh, putting their phones down did not go well. So they had to do it again. <laughs> so on the 60th take they finally nailed it. I absolutely loved
2: that scene. It was the the best part of the film in my opinion. I thought it was so cool to watch them have the this conversation parallel to each other
0: of like all four of them talking. Yeah, and so it, it lined up well. Three three stages basically set up for them and then they were in their own little spaces and they were uh Sitting there on the beds and chatting with each other. I think like that was the other like fun moment in this film for me was watching. Harry and Sally watch TV together. No. Am I making this up? They do that, right?
1: Yeah. And earlier in the film when they're sitting there and they're on the phone and he's like, what channel? And she tells him the channel.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> you were just giving. me I know. A look. I actually <laughs> had no
2: idea. They know they were in separate rooms. I was like, "There's
0: nothing where they're in, the, like in the same room watching TV." No, it was yeah, well, they're on the phone. No, I just I like reminded me of like, oh, this is like what people would have done back then, and they're like this is so cute. But I guess it's like no different than what we have now. Like you're just sharing the screen and watching a movie <sighs> together virtually yeah on discord or something on discord yeah. it, you're just getting to watch but i think it's like really funny the idea of like calling someone up and putting on a television channel which like i don't have cable. do you do you subscribe to cable no no, no. <laughs> when was the last time you subscribed to cable mm,
1: 10 15 years ago probably <laughs> yeah because it was i, I mean don't think- why but it's also it's interesting because back then you only had one cable service and you could say it's on five or it's on 30. You didn't have satellite. You didn't have anything else unless you're one of those people who had a C-band satellite. And so you could call a person. You could say it's on five.
2: Yes. You're not watching Hulu true. and
1: you're like, oh, I started it. I'm 13 minutes in. It's the fourth episode, season three.
2: And let's try and line up the timestamp. So mm-hmm. it's at the... <laughs> I've done that
0: before. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's very difficult.
1: <laughs> it's gotten nicer with watch together. Like if, if there's yes. that watch together option. But even yeah. then someone pauses and you don't know why. And you're texting watch you
3: Pause.
2: <laughs> I don't even know about that. <laughs> what is that watch together? In, I, I've only ever done like Netflix watch parties or like there's a yeah an extension on your browser that oh, you could. Well, I don't
0: what? watch it on my computer
1: yeah and the built-in apps like disney plus um amazon you can actually create a room give someone the room code and then you both kind of watch it together via your phone via your web browser via via whatever
0: that's cool i Mm -hmm. did not know that no not that i watch movies with anyone (laughs) (laughs) for future if i so decide to (laughs) could be useful (laughs) yeah yeah I could quickly go through the film. Do you wanna quickly explain the film, Jacob, today? Or cause sometimes we take a very long time and sometimes we go through it too quick. What what do you want to do today? Um
1: I could explain it and then if I miss something and someone wants to jump in, that's fine.
0: Yeah, go for it. So go I started
1: I started watching it Monday night and I okay. fell asleep about halfway through or half about thirty minutes in. And Were then, you bored? No, it was the whole weekend I was in LA. And I don't think I oh, got okay. to bed before midnight. So gotcha. getting home, I've been tired since then. Yeah. So I've, I've <laughs> it's been a watch over the last three days. So it's been a half hour each day. Um, Similar
0: to uh, Violet's situation.
1: So, yesterday was (laughs) a half hour in the morning, and then today was at my lunch. I finished it during my lunch um, at work. So, uh, that
0: that story sounds very familiar.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The amount of times I've finished watching movies on my lunch break, or yeah, before and after, or I've actually one movie, I don't know which one it was, I just turned it on like it was a podcast and Listen to it (laughs) on the drive over here. Uh, I think that was the confessions of a teenage drama queen, Mm. so I wasn't missing much. Yeah, no, (laughs) you weren't
0: missing anything at all. Her little dance number at the end. Okay, tell us about when Harry met Sally.
1: Yeah, so starts off, Harry and Sally are leaving Chicago to go to New York, where Harry is from, and Sally is going to be living. He is Mm -hmm. currently dating... One of Sally's friends, um, they see each other off and make their way to New York. They have their first diner scene where they essentially just dis- dis- they discuss how men and women can't be friends without having sex. And Harry's like, you can't. And she's like, why? And they go through that whole spiel. And then she he kind of pisses her off a little bit. Um, yes. And then they continue the drive. They get to New York. They part ways. Um, and then we jump ahead five years because it takes place in 1979. I think that first scene. And yeah, then jumps so ahead to 84. I have
0: 1977. And then it jumps to 1982, okay. five years later. Okay.
1: And then they meet again at the airport. I mm-hmm. believe. And he sees her with his friend and he kind of walks by and he's like, Hey, Bob. And uh kind of totally just doesn't act like he knows her, but he's obviously playing it cool. <laughs> and so they have a little conversation, and then he catches his plane, and she's also on the plane. It turns out they are not they're one row apart. So then they are he's kind of talking to her, and the guy's like, You wanna you wanna swap spots? And so then they are talking on the plane. And then it kind of cuts from there and it goes to five years. Would you say 80? 80, 87.
0: 87? OK.
1: And then, you know. Um,
0: well, I think like in 1982, the big news that he tells Sally is that he's going to get married. Oh, that's right. Yes. Because- When we meet him five years later, he's getting divorced. (laughs) Yes.
1: They're at the ballpark talking about getting divorced.
0: Yeah. And she's newly single as Mm -hmm. well. So like for the first time, they've kind of lined up that they're both single and they run into each other at the bookstore.
1: Yes. That's like where
0: he's like hiding and Mm -hmm. she like looks up and sees him. And this is like the last 45 minutes of the film is from the bookstore on and like Mm -hmm. the development of that relationship because they then become friends and he starts to actually appreciate her more, but like continues to call her out on her neuroses (laughs) of being very particular about the way that she orders food. But I think it's like comes out like more endearing rather than annoying. Mm
1: -hmm. Her complicated pie order, her complicated salad order, dressing on the side,
0: uh, and then they end up going on a double date together with two of their friends, and they set each other up with other people. And I thought it was the whole uh, Blake Lively and Ryan. What's his name? Reynolds. Reynolds. A situation because that's how they ended up getting together was they set each other up on uh, double dates and they ended up falling for each other. Oh, interesting. Yeah,
2: I was just distracted by the fact I don't think I've seen Carrie Fisher in a film that isn't
0: Star Wars related. So yes. I couldn't f- figure out who Carrie Fisher was. Now, do you know? No, She's princess like, who Leia. was she in the film? What? Who was Marie.
3: she in the film? Marie, the short,
0: her friend with oh. hair, right, Her name's Marie. Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw her name on the credit, mm. and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, but because they had her picture as hers being like much older, which is obvious, I then couldn't place who she was. Mm. Oh, <laughs> in the, the film. film. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, it's her voice.
2: It's so like, I don't know. I'm like, I can't not see her as Princess Leia, unfortunately. But I also, I've never seen a film where she isn't. Oh, okay. It's not that. I don't
0: think at least. I don't, I don't know. I've, but I guess I've only seen Star Wars.
1: Yeah. It's the only yeah. movie I've ever seen her in. I have not seen yeah. her in any other movie than the Star Wars franchise.
0: Anyways. So their friendship ends up. um, What did I say? Oh, sorry. So their friends end up together Uh and they end up going off and getting married. Uh, Harry and Sally end up actually sleeping together and it turns into like ruining their relationship. And this is like where we see the four of them on the phone call at this point that we've already discussed, which is a phenomenal scene. And then basically... It wraps up with like they aren't friends, but then he chases after her and they end up getting married. The end, like mm-hmm. a very tidy last five minute wrap up rom-com, like what you would expect to happen in a film. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I agree. <laughs> it only took him 12 years and three months. <laughs>
0: Is that what he says at the end?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or she does. Yeah. One One of of them say. Yeah. Because we got
1: married after three months. And then she's like, we got married after 12 years and three months.
0: Yes, that's true. That's true. I really appreciated how quick this movie started. There wasn't. I thought it was a bit weird where the intro credits was basically just on black and was giving you absolutely no idea what you were getting yourself into. And you're like, okay, like you're just showing me all the names like this is this is very interesting. They could have gone through like the university that they were basically leaving or could have done some other like overhead shot. And then basically you start with like she's picking him up and she's not happy about taking him. And Mm -hmm. she's like, we've got a schedule to keep. And. I felt as though because of this quick setup, they set up the characters identities so quick. I also felt as though this made like this movie I enjoyed just as much as I enjoyed the high note, which we saw a long time ago now, but where I wasn't expecting characters to feel so strongly developed um but yeah like that was like one of my biggest takeaways that i felt like we i mean like we haven't watched a lot of rom-coms lately or at all when was our last rom-com i literally can't think of one i guess john tucker must die is a rom-com of some sort barely but yeah And like, I think at the time, Sabrina would have been a rom-com, but that is not a (laughs) rom-com.
2: No, I'm surprised we haven't had more for how many we have.
0: I know. (laughs) Like, we keep talking about the fact that we have a lot of romantic comedies and yet we haven't had any pop up. And I'm like, there, there are a lot. Yes. I want to say there are just as many rom-coms as there are war movies. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) I guess like my question for this was because Harry was so adamant that I watched this a while ago. So my memory for this is a little fuzzy. So it's going to be interesting kind of like arguing (laughs) or like discussing points. But did Harry make a pass at Sally at the first night that they met? I think I was in the camp that. He wasn't, or he was, and I can't remember. I just, like, all of a sudden I wrote down this question. It was like, he made a pass. Did he not make a pass? I can't believe I didn't write down my answer. Does anyone know the answer to this?
1: He did. At the, did. At, the at the diner, he did. He yeah. had made the statement, and she was like, you're dating my friend. And then he's like, right. okay, let's take it back. I'll take it back. So there was a little That's bit of right. a pass that he made there, um, and then they... Walked to the car. I think that kind of soured her mood towards him for yep. the remainder of the car trip.
0: That's right. So. So. OK, so he did make a pass. And I can't remember why I like had brought up this because it was just like, I guess like because then the remainder of the film focuses on like whether or not two people can be friends. Of the opposite sex, I mean, like. In this day and age, it doesn't necessarily matter, but it in the eighties it would have.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a very it was a very eighties movie.
0: It is a very eighties movie. movie.
1: Um, I mean, I think eighty movies or eighties movies are my favorite, just because they were the ones I grew up with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it wasn't like you know Pixar's and and whatnot, not the ones that are now, but eighties. They always had a certain tone, a certain feel, a certain like grittiness, and I don't know it was just because it was on film. Or what? Mm -hmm. But they all just they all have the same look and feel to them. Um, Yeah,
0: I definitely would agree with that. But it's funny that you point that out for animation, too, because this is the same year The Little Mermaid was released. And that was the movie that basically saved Disney. So in some ways, you don't really have great movies that you would have grown up with for Disney.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you might have had Witch Mountain, as we've found um, out is not that great. Have <laughs> you seen Escape to Witch Mountain or mm, Return
2: or whatever?
1: Yeah. So one of them would have been on one of those Saturday afternoon movies. And I want to say it was the first one. And I probably got okay. into about 30 minutes and I was like, I don't want to watch this. I don't like yeah, this. Okay. It, was, it was weird. It was too weird. Um, and I watched <laughs> a lot of weird movies. And as a kid, that movie was weird. Because, um, I mean, I grew up with War Games and Lucas and Ferris Bueller's Day Off and those kind of things. And this show, because it was from the 70s, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so it kind of reminded me of like bed knobs and Broomsticks or a little flying car one that nobody really likes and it's super long. The Chitty, 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 bang, Chitty, bang, bang Bang? Yeah. <laughs> the one that's almost <laughs> like three hours and has eight endings. Yes. Yeah. 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 So But it
0: has a good toot sweet. That is like the best song in that film, and that's that's it. <laughs> just one song. I, just to get one three, song. Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that wasn't that's not a great film. But yeah,
1: there were not a lot of good Disney movies from the 80s. Um Rescuers, not the rescuers, the uh The Rescuers, Rescuers Down Under or Rescuers yeah. was that yeah. I don't know if that was an 80s movie though. That might have been a 70s.
0: Oh, I don't know. I feel as though that could be 80s, though. But Fox and the Hound, I believe, is 70s.
1: Okay. Who Framed so Roger like, Rabbit, I think, was also an 89 movie. And so that was also another one. Didn't do well, but oh, kind of started a franchise I'm, for Disney.
2: Love that film. It was a great for, movie. I won't I, I won't have argue no with that. I-
0: yeah, I have no idea. That's one that I watched so much as a child. Yeah, we own that mm-hmm. on VHS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't really like I remember the end where they're like they're kind of in this like speakeasy looking thing, right? I don't know. They're weird industrial After. sort of area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No,
1: because I go back like to the, it. It's the it's the bar, but it, it, okay. his oh, office okay. is behind the bar. Gotcha. So that's where he gets in trouble with Judge Doom because he's in the office and they do the shave and the haircut and no tune can resist. He busts through the <laughs> Does- wall.
2: Does um does someone's like face melt off?
1: Am I crazy to say that? Doom is sprayed by the spoiler, sprayed by the dip, and he is like. Yeah, I
2: just remember being terrified. Yeah, okay, that would be
1: the terrifying scene in that movie. Yes, yes,
2: okay. (laughs) I don't know. Or when he pokes his eyes out, I
1: guess that's the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I actually, fun fact: when we were in LA, I went through the same tunnel that gets you to Toontown in the movie. Because that was one of the places I wanted to go to. We went to Griffin Park, which is this observatory on the top yes, of the mountain. yeah. And yeah. when you look out, you can see the Hollywood sign. Well, the tunnel yep. to get in there or to leave is the same one they drive through to get to Toontown.
3: Oh. So cool. the same
1: light posts and all that stuff. And so I, when I was driving nice. around, I was telling my my daughter, I was like, "That's that movie you've never seen. That's, That's the the where place. they
2: filmed it." <laughs> <laughs> um, my like we went to Disneyland and I was. Four. Mm. Four. I was five. And my memory of Disneyland, there used to be a Roger Rabbit ride. Still there. I don't know if it's still, still, there. Like, still yeah. there. You're in a car and you're like yeah. turning and doors are opening. Yeah.
1: Roger Rabbit's That's... cartoon spin. Okay. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Well, was my favorite ride for a long time.
0: No. You don't remember I it at don't all? Remember that one at all. I remember it's a small world.
1: It's a dark ride. But most of the um, rides there are dark rides.
0: Yeah. And then Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. That was like, that predates the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact <laughs> that lot. they had a ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they decided, oh, well, we need to make a movie mm-hmm. about it. I'm excited for that. No, I, the other one that um Ickman toad, Ickman bod, I don't know. Oh, what? the ichabod and the crane.
1: To- and then the second one, which is uh, the tale of to- frog and toad or something.
0: Something like yeah. that. That one is I hated that one. That one also was like, really dark. Wait, Tale of Frog and Toad, like
2: based off of the books? Yes. The novels? Mm-hmm. Or the children's books? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So in, cool. in Disneyland I'm...
1: it's called um Mr. Toad's Wild Ride.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that at all. I remember the Dumbo
0: one. Mm-hmm. I know Up and Down. Yeah. I, I like we did a lot of outdoor ones. We didn't do a lot of indoor ones. And I think it had to do with like the darkness because of how young we were we did the submarine one. Oh, that's you went water none no one liked that oh, one
1: that one is that one's either take it or leave it either like being in a small tight space with 30 <laughs> other people or you know
2: i don't think our, don't, our mother hated it yeah. she actually was like very claustrophobic apparently so it's now very very they have a special
1: room you can go into and watch the whole ride in this video but you can go and you can sit there and watch it on a screen if you don't want to do the ride
0: ah i was just about to say like is it like you're in an aquarium where you get to go downstairs and like get to view the <laughs> animals the marine wildlife so you get to view the submarine i'd be down for that
1: this to is watch the ride to watch the ride yeah it's the like as if the camera was put outside the sub and it just moves along uh, so use it there uh-huh. it'd be nice if it was nice if it was like kind of like an underwater walkthrough but yeah it's one of those rides that that's gonna be a hot take people they should get rid of it they should also get rid of Autopia. Because again, hot takes, but you could do so much in that area. That area that is a compa- that is that is utopia and submarine is about the same, almost maybe a little bit smaller than the Star Wars area because you could do so okay. much. It's huge.
2: Oh wow! Okay.
1: And there's a whole water area next to a small world where it's just seating that could be torn okay. out. Okay.
0: No, people need to sit.
1: It's like a. It's like you can order food <laughs> and sit there and eat. but but it's not like it's not like it's a seating area it's but a lot of people are like get rid of autopia all it is is gas cars and that's not the future and get rid of the subs because Mm. who wants to sit in there
0: yeah no kidding and i bet it's probably like really hot as well but the lineups are probably short for Mm -hmm. shorter (laughs) probably
1: every time i've gone it has been same with autopia
2: yeah no what were the names of the people Harry and Sally that would be it Mm -hmm. because it's when Harry met Sally Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) sorry I'm just bad with names um so Harry likes to read the last page of every book that he reads (laughs) and we see a scene of him doing this when he he makes a comment I was just finishing up a book um, when really he was just starting have you ever read the last page of a book before starting it
1: I could never like it wouldn't make any sense to me, you okay. would get there and you'd be like, and she jumped off the cliff. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. So it okay. just, it wouldn't, um,
1: to me, it wouldn't make sense.
2: All right. Jaylene? Yes. You have, before <laughs> even like yes. starting it, you've yes. read the last, Harry
0: Potter book six. You read the last like chapter or Last page? couple of pages.
1: Did it make Why? sense?
0: I think because it's, it's. I think it's a pretty decent reason. And the reason being I'm a slow reader and I knew that the people that I hung out with would have read Mm. the book within about two days. This book would have it will take me about three weeks to finish. So if I knew the general gist of like who had died and who was happy, I then could still kind of participate in the uh, conversation. Mm.
2: Did it disappoint this Like, did you – how did you feel?
0: How did it make you feel? It didn't make me feel – I think it it didn't change the way I viewed the book because I just wanted to do it for the sake of being a part of the conversation rather than spoiling anything. I would less so do it now because – I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't need to impress anyone with my reading capabilities. Fit in. <laughs> yeah, okay. But like being 13, 14 years old and you're possibly going to be left out of a friend group, yeah, I care. Okay, now the second
2: part of that question, or I have a couple parts, but the next part is, have you ever started, like you've read a bit of the book and then went to the end to read
1: what was going on? I probably I have- skipped...
0: <laughs> go for it
1: i've probably skipped a chapter but i don't think i've ever skipped right to the end i okay. think i've like known oh this is going to be a long chapter they're just going to do this i'll go to the next one and see if it's any better
0: okay i have for school that's normally how i finish my school books i would get part way through it and then i would totally like Run out of time, procrastinate and be like, oh, shit, I need to know, like, what's happening at the end of the book. So that's definitely something that I have done. The other one is when I am ready to DNF the book, I will look at the end just so I have some sort of like closure of like. This wasn't worth my time. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gotten to the end and be like, oh, I wish I had continued? Lots of times. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, it's only within the last few years I've recognized that DNFing a book just means you're going to find something else that's more worthwhile your time. Okay. Okay. Because, like, you do it for TV shows. You'll start one episode and you're like, this actually isn't my jam. And you can easily walk away from it. Why can't you do the same thing for books? Is it because it's such a, like comes down to a status thing of like oh, I read I read all of my books Uh,
1: I think maybe you get immersed in it so if you get halfway through then it's like I am this character while I'm reading this book and I want to continue to be this character until the book is over
0: okay Unless it's a, but but like, what if it's a slow setup and you're like a hundred pages in and it's a grind and you're like, this writer is just not grabbing. Well, I mean, if you just don't enjoy, well, yeah, they're the
2: style or whatever it might be. Okay.
1: I think I would only read a, read an author that I knew would be a good book. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not a reader. I, I haven't like, as of this year, I haven't read a book in probably 10 years and the last, last one I read was Damon by Daniel Suarez. And it was this whole like the guy, this guy dies and this computer takes over and starts changing the world. And that was like my kind of favorite genre. And there was a there was a mm-hmm. sequel, which I read. And then before that, it was a bunch of Michael Crichton books um, that I would read because I knew Michael Crichton was a great writer. Jurassic Park, Airframe, Andromeda Strain, mm-hmm. all those. And then Orson Scott Card um the ender series okay. like those yeah. i read through those because i knew they were great i read it in high school and then after high school i bought most of them i had the book he was actually the speaker at my college convocation so oh, i didn't wow. realize it not knowing I, my mom was like hey look there's a, a convocation do we want to go and i'm like eh, and i get there and they're like now orson scott card I was like, oh, <laughs> my god. so i walked by and i was when he had his little table and i was like oh my god i'm a big fan Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, and those I all read, there wasn't one where I got halfway through and I was like, "Eh." so I haven't, I haven't ever put down a book, but I remember in like elementary school, there were books where I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to keep reading this.
0: I mean, like that's fair. And like, we've had the conversation. I don't know if it's, whether it's been online or offline that reading for kids is hard, especially when it's forced upon you when you're not interested Mm. in the topic, like it's also very challenging to find something that you're interested in as a kid when all your teacher is picking is like the top literature. It's like, well, a lot of people out there read for entertainment value, not necessarily to be, I don't know, like what does literature necessarily bring you? It challenges you, but you don't always have to be challenged when you read. Mm. That's kind of like my perspective. It's it's no different than watching a rom-com versus something like the reader is like a movie. I will always go back to where that challenged your perspective on what this person was doing right versus wrong. Like it's, there's so many different styles out there. What about you, Violet? Have you read the last page of a book? I've never, never, not even (laughs) if
2: I didn't finish a book. I, oh, okay. I can't think of a book that I haven't not finished unless you can think of something I
0: can't well, you didn't like the library or um, oh, actually, I didn't finish that one. No, you didn't, but it was an audiobook. So you had no <laughs> you couldn't look at the back. <laughs> no, I
2: had no opportunity. <laughs> I also don't think that was a book that you should read or like listen, it's it's not it's meant not to be an, an audiobook, audiobook. No. um. Yeah, frustrated me. So, okay, I didn't finish that one. Um, but I feel like most physical copies of books I've finished, and even like university courses, I read them all. Might not have understood all of it, but I, I damn well tried. Um, no, the only book that I can remember flipping to the back and reading the last chapter was uh, Lemony Snicket's, A Series of Unfortunate oh, Events. Oh, good choice. He's, Last book, the 12th book or 13th? 13th. He put a fake chapter in at the end so to people catch. couldn't read. flip to the back to read. So if you go ah. to the back, what you're reading
0: is not actually the end of the story. Because wow. I believe that final chapter is like a happy chapter, but like the whole point of it is like not to be happy. No. So the the truth is like they're still miserable. Yeah.
1: That's a series yes. I never finished on Netflix was the Lemony Snicket stuff. I started Which, watching it. Oh,
0: I. I started watching
2: it. I never finished Impressive. it. I did not because it was not good. Oh, the... um, The one with... um, Neil Patrick mm-hmm. Harris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. Okay. The one with Jim Carrey,
0: who... <laughs> that was they, good. Because... That one was incredible. That was disappointing that, that it, it never didn't, got continued. Yeah, that it, I did like the concept that they had smushed three books mm-hmm. into, into one the one film. film. Yeah. I thought that was a very unique take. And I was hopeful for more. For I years. The sales weren't there. We'll have to dive into it. That that's oh, yeah, We list. own that film. We own that film. Yay. So <clears throat> eventually we will get to watch that. That's exciting. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good one
1: i like how yeah I, oh go ahead oh
2: sorry oh no i was i'm trying to look at my bookshelf like i even have a, a manga series that like i own all the books of and i i think i'm six books shy of finishing and there's 26 books in the series and i still haven't made it to the end and i've been reading this series or i stopped reading the series like Ten years ago,
0: yeah, <laughs> it was like years ago.
1: <laughs> oh, this isn't. But
0: I
2: haven't con-
1: this isn't a, a series based on the game? This is something else. No, this
2: no, among no, us? No, no 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 not Among um, Us. Um, uh, among um, a manga, Among manga. Oh, manga. Um, it's a uh, yeah. Among okay. Us. Uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, called Subasa. But mm. I, uh, it's been sitting on my shelf for many years, and the reason 20 I have years ago. Yeah, the reason I haven't finished it is not because it's bad; is because I don't want it to end. I don't want to know how it ends. So I stopped reading it.
1: I do that with TV shows. I will I do that a lot. Watch up until the last episode. And then I will not watch it because I don't want the series to end. In my mind, yep. I don't <laughs> want that to end. It took me forever mm-hmm. to watch the ending of a million little things. Um, it just sat because it, it just ended. But I didn't want to like watch it. And then finally, one day I was like, I'll sit down and watch it. and And I didn't. I wasn't happy. I kind of regretted watching it. Yeah. there's a lot of shows that I have that I've like, Ooh, I like. Little want to finish it.
0: <laughs> do you then just go back to the start? Because I do that with The Office sometimes. I'll get to the last episode. And I'm like, okay, I could start from the beginning again <laughs> and not finish. Yeah. Okay, the. Oh,
2: I don't think I've ever done that. But... I've done that with Gilmore Girls, but Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jacob, have you ever have you ever watched Gilmore I've Girls? I've watched
1: a couple episodes. Yes.
2: Okay. The first three
0: seasons, <laughs> she likes to remind everyone,
2: are so. Have I done this on the podcast yes. already? Okay. Yes. Well, I'm, this is just me on my soapbox. The first three seasons, so good, and then after that, I don't know what happened, but it's bad. It's just hmm. people yelling at each other and arguing, arguing over such silly things it's really frustrating there's no hat like wholesome happy episodes like what you have in the first three seasons
1: it's the same lady who does the Miss Maisel, and they're kind of yelling at each other in every episode when they when they talk i don't know if you guys have seen marvelous no. so the same lady writes that show she also wrote
0: oh amy sherman yes. paladino yeah. so that's okay. her
1: show and so i have a friend he is he was like because we were talking about it. He's like, oh yes, I love it. Cause it's the same person that wrote Gilmore girls. And I was like, you watch Gilmore girls. Cause he doesn't seem like the kind of person who would watch the show, but he, the writing for him is so good that it's the same kind of writing for marvelous. Ms. Hazel, where it's just so fast. Like the talking is just boom, 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 boom. Oh,
2: I love the pace of the conversations. It just, at some point it turned sour. It seemed like someone was unhappy in life mm. and was just kind of sharing that misery within the, the, the TV series.
0: Speaking of pace, I did find that this film had a good pace to it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. All of their conversations. And I actually, all of their conversations were very bantery, very Mm -hmm. witty. And they, there was a line and they like to poke fun at each other, but they never, I don't feel as though they ever crossed the line. Mm -hmm. They didn't insult one another. Well, yeah. Like, Yeah. yeah, he makes fun of her for ordering in a particular way.
1: But he does it because and he like, thinks it's cute. Because like if he is, that's exactly. what he says. He's like, "I love you because yeah. you know the way you order your stuff."
0: Yeah, I for me, this movie flew by. I don't know if, if for you mm-hmm. guys, it probably it went by quick. But you guys were on two different busy schedules, busy mm-hmm. schedules, trying to get it all headspaces, yeah. <laughs> trying to cram it all in. I couldn't believe I was halfway through the movie and. I had a, like a big smile on my face and was like, this is the kind of movie that I've like missed in my life. And it ended and it was a movie where I was like, oh my gosh, I i, I could almost put it on again and rewatch it mm-hmm. and like be happy with it because I thought the dialogue was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, what's that movie? Oh, that, that's an, another rom-com that we had seen. Yeah. Um, just the ticket that was the guy who was scalping that's a rom-com oh yes yes I'm just that just popped in my head that was terrible dialogue it just that it I'm just bringing it up for the fact that it's another rom-com that we and have watched for yeah. answering the question that we had asked a really long time ago
2: okay um one thing I like about this film and I think it helps with pacing is they didn't introduce many characters no and if they did they were only in for, like, that year of whoever, maybe they're in a relationship with someone else or they had a friend, and then they were briefly mentioned in, like, a future scene, but it, like, their storylines didn't develop any further. It was very focused on these two characters, except for when they introduced the the friends. friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I also really liked that in a typical rom-com, you have someone ruining a situation for the other person or making them feel horrible about themselves. Um, I'm going to use 10 things. I uh, How to lose a guy in 10 days is a good example where they're basically they're building this relationship on lies and mistrust because it's a bet at the end of the day. And that formula is very, very common in A rom-com, the proposal is also a good one. They're also lying to the family. So you've got something like negative. There was no lying in this film. And I think that's where when they get, like they have their happy ever after, it's believable because you see that they've built a relationship off of truth. It's just that they weren't necessarily truthful with their feelings, but they never deceived each other, whether or not, Um, that they were like hiding something horrible from each other. And I, like, I really appreciated that. And I can't think of another film that has the same mathematics behind it that presented you with a couple at the end of the film where I'm like, yeah, they are going to live happily ever after because there are rom-coms out there. I'm like, yeah, you gave me the happy ending, But I don't quite believe it because you're basically telling me that they're going to have to start dating again and getting to know each other. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it doesn't have like a serious antagonist. There's no Mm -hmm. there's no antagonist, which is my favorite kind of movie. And it's one of those things where I discovered as a very young kid, I didn't like a movie with an antagonist. And the first one that came to mind was The Santa Claus. I didn't understand why there had to be someone that had to stand in his way. Like I know it's a kids' movie, <laughs> but there had to be someone who stood in the way. Like halfway through the movie, I was like, "I don't like this. I don't like this. there's this guy who doesn't believe in Santa. Santa's right there. Can't you see him?" And it, it and after that, it was like, "I don't like movies with a pointless antagonist. Like he could he could just have his he could be the Santa Claus. There'd be no reason mm-hmm. to stop him. But yet there's a they put throw that in there. Um, that in time travel movies. And I love Back to the Future, but I hate time travel movies." <laughs> like it, it, it annoys me that's that's my one my other one thing that I don't like is when they go back and it changes time and they have to go forward and fix time and then go back to th- back in time so two wasn't my well, favorite
0: we do have time travelers wife so uh good thing we're not watching that one this that, week <laughs> I did watch that and I,
1: I did enjoy it to a point
0: uh, I haven't seen it I haven't seen it I just know mm-hmm. we own it
1: hmm
2: looks like you had something to say I don't know. I, I got lost. You were saying things and then you were saying things and you'll, you'll yeah. I, I, I'm, you yeah, I'm running off of, I'm running off of four hours of sleep. I'll be honest. I went to a Paramore concert last night in Seattle oh and then gosh. drove home and had to get up at six in the morning to go to work. So I,
1: they were just here <laughs> in the Bay Monday night and mm-hmm. Steph Curry got up on stage. The
0: and sang misery yeah, the, business. The basketball yeah. player just
1: popped up there and sang.
0: Yeah. I was like, yep. what? That's who it was. I was like, I don't know who you are. Skip. Yep. Oh, I don't watch basketball.
1: Basketball. He's oh. one of, he's from the Golden State Warriors. So he's yeah. in the area.
0: <laughs> it just happened to be in the area. I did.
1: Um, last weekend, I was at Great America, which is a theme park in the area. The same time the Taylor Swift concert was going on. I did so see that I was like I could hear it from the theme park hear everything and see her fireworks and see her on the jumbotron so I Whoa, so I could tell really? people I went to a Taylor Swift concert without paying three thousand dollars
0: you did you sure did
1: I'm walking That's out cool. to the parking lot and I can see her and I can hear it and the crowd's just it's so much energy like coming from the stadium that was that was my once in a lifetime I was like and we we're on roller coasters and so it was just like. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a fun. unique yeah.
0: experience. Yeah, no, it's like a it's a once in
1: a lifetime. When is oh when is okay, that gonna happen yeah. again? And I didn't even know what was going on. Oh, we just happened to be wow, in the okay. area and I get we're like you wanna go to the you want to go to Great America? We have season passes. And so we I go up to the ticket booth. What what who's playing? And the guy looks at me and he's like, Taylor Swift? And I'm like, oh I hear she's good. And then we just drove through. <laughs> Said it mockingly or not mockingly, but facetiously because. Yeah. Who doesn't know Taylor Swift?
2: No. Yeah. Do you think that uh, a male and a female can be just friends?
1: I think so.
0: I think so. But I definitely think there is a point where it can go too far. Yeah. Or a point where a, a conversation needs to be had. Yes. Yeah. Do you?
2: Oh, yeah. I think that, yeah, there's a a point where a conversation needs to be had.
0: Yeah, like I definitely I think it like also comes down to like personality wise, because like Harry seemed as though he was just like very happy go lucky and was just like happy to be friends with everyone and like treated everyone like really the kind of the same. It feels like not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm like. But unless it's just his personality type where he was just driven by, like, you're a female, I want to sleep with you. That could mm-hmm. have just been his personality type. And so, like, that's why I'm saying, like, yeah, it's there's there's that. But like, there's also people out there who only want one thing.
1: And it's definitely a conversation yeah. they had, like, in college. So yeah. when you're in college, you're, you know, it's an, it's going to be the 80s. So everyone in college is sleeping with each other. Like that's yeah. in all these college movies, you see that's what's happening. So that's like the like, I wasn't in college in the 80s, so I have no idea. But seeing how all that stuff plays out in all the different 80 movies, it's like, OK, that was kind of the mentality. You're going to you're not going to be friends with her, but you're going to sleep with her because mm-hmm. that's just how it was perceived. Probably was like, in the, yeah. or the 70s since it was the 70s.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we saw that in um, the Beatles movie. I can't even remember the across name. The what universe? is it? Across yeah. Across universe. the Universe, yeah.
1: <laughs> I've never seen that.
0: Oh, it's quite the film.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, the music, though. Jalen didn't.
2: Um or both. Both. Okay. Both. I don't know if I'd recommend it to everyone to watch, but
1: I guess if you're a 80s fan or a Beatles fan, I mean
0: Beatles, yeah. A Beatles fan, yeah. you
1: can enjoy it.
0: If you're an 80s fan, you can enjoy the
1: Beatles. That's close. (laughs) It wasn't that much longer after John Lennon was shot that you can enjoy it. Yeah. 82, 81.
2: Do you think that Harry and Sally sorted all of their um, prior disagreements or um, whatever they're bringing into this relationship? Do you think they sorted it out before?
0: Before they got married or.
2: Like, because, OK, so we learn early on that. Um, Harry, after he sleeps with a woman, he just wants to get up and leave. And mm-hmm. then we see that when he sleeps with Sally and she just wants to to cuddle and be nice and being close and have like affectionate. Do you think this is a conversation that they've had? Do you think they've discussed the way that they want to um, like receive love and support?
1: I'm guessing this is a conversation they've had about their significant others while they were dating other people. I think they okay. were made aware of what made aware of what each other wanted, based off of how they would have discussed their relationships.
0: But
2: then, why do you think that Harry acted the way he did
3: at, after at the end?
0: They had slept together. I think he panicked. Because he didn't want to go to his old ways, he didn't want to lose her, but in turn ended up just doing the these old mm-hmm. ways. Okay, do you know the uh the four four attachment styles? Yes, I believe so. Oh no, I'm thinking love language. No, I don't know. No, what.
2: no. So there's four attachment styles. Um, we end up learning them at a very early point in our childhoods. So it's like 16 months to three years old. And it's based on how your caregiver provides love and reassurance to you. So there, the four different attachment styles. So there's secure, um, which is obviously the, the best one to end up with or be. Um, and secure means that you're able to regulate and self-sue your own emotions. Um, and then there is anxious ambivalent, which means um, if you are emotionally dysregulated, you have a difficult time getting yourself back into a stable state and you need a lot of reassurance from others and help to get you back to that spot. Then there is avoidant. So if you are emotionally dysregulated, you just avoid others. Like you shut down, you close off on your emotions and you block them out. And then the last one is um, disorganized or uh, fearful avoidant, which is the combination of the anxious and the avoidant. So you are insecure. You want the love and affection, but as soon as you get it, you, you search for things that you're like, you're, you don't, you're distrusting of it. So you shut down and then you reject it. So that's what I guess I'm putting on Harry, um, of what he, he had done. Like he wanted that love and affection from Sally and then he got it and then was panicked by it. Didn't know what to do with those emotions. So he Shut down and pushed her away. Mm.
0: I would agree with that. That's just like my interpretation of it. No, like <laughs> I, I would agree with that, I think. But I think it's coming down to be because I like I understand what you're, what you're saying is he didn't want to lose her. So then, yeah, he's like shut down of like, okay, well, I don't know what to do.
2: I'm just hopeful that it is something that he has worked through, I guess, is really I'm trying oh, to get at. Future?
0: I think like it is something that they do or like future state for them. And he may have had a reflective moment of like, well, if I continue on with this journey, I'm going to end up with Sally as my ex-wife again. Okay. Because... We like when we see him when he's getting divorced or whatever, he's like, yeah, marriage isn't what I thought it was going to be. So like there's obviously like part of reflectiveness within him to like recognize that there is an expectation. He didn't fulfill it, but like also the other side wasn't fulfilled for him.
1: Yeah, he I mean, when I saw it, the one thing I thought was he was just trying to save. He he didn't want things to change. He didn't want to lose her. He like you said, he was definitely trying to go. He wanted to keep from going back in his old ways of. You know, sleeping with her and then just she was just a she wasn't she wasn't a friend. And I think in that moment he felt that maybe he was not that he was trying to take advantage, but he was he was feeling like maybe his old ways creep in and he wanted to get out, but he didn't do it in the best way because she obviously felt it wasn't done in the best way. But I'm guessing they had. I would have imagined those three months before getting married, resolved any issues and knew exactly what each other wanted. If you can do that in three months.
0: We are going to jump into our ratings. We will start with our story. Let's start with the guest. Jacob, go for it. What is your story rating?
1: I gave it a four. Okay, I loved it i mean i loved it as a kid i didn't understand most of the humor but it was always one of my favorite movies that would come on and then watching it again and seeing it kind of in a different way as an adult um i loved it i love new york i've never been but being that new york seems to be like the fifth character in the movie because the outdoor scenes they go to the park they're at a a yankees game there's just all this all these aspects of new york that just really like kind of kind of Set the mood for the movie because it's fast paced. New York's fast paced. So just overall, and a um, great story. I just it was just it's one of my favorites.
0: When was the last time you saw the film? Do you remember like when it, it was on some TV? Time
1: in the 90s. Yeah, oh, okay. it had to be like, you know, some Saturday afternoon in 95 or six or something.
0: OK, so yeah, we're heading to 20 years ago. OK, Violet, what's your story score? I gave it a three point five. Um, I liked it. It was
2: fast paced. It was it flowed. But I was unsatisfied by the ending because I feel like they didn't work all their shit out.
0: Oh, OK. OK. <laughs> I, I also gave it a four. I loved the witty dialogue. I really appreciated that. And there were a lot of funny moments. And again, I caught myself just like sitting there with a stupid grin on my face I remember, like, Brandon, like, he's like, what? I was, like, just, like, sitting there smiling. I was like, I don't know. This movie is, like, so happy (laughs) and, like, funny. Uh, Your music score. Uh, Yeah, music.
1: 4.5. I mean, you can't go wrong with Harry Connick Jr. And you can't go wrong with all the Christmas music. And, And the music's just kind of sprinkled. There's no, like, overarching song that's just constantly playing in the background. It's... It's the movie and then you get actual music, like songs in there sporadically, like New Year's or Christmas mm-hmm. or like the Christmas tree st- scenes. Um, it was just I mean, I love it. Great soundtrack.
0: <laughs>
1: I'd get it on vinyl if I could find oh. it.
0: <laughs> Violet. I gave it a 2.5
2: because I don't remember anything <sighs> about it. Oh. Yeah.
0: oh okay you're on your own yeah sorry (laughs) i don't remember the music okay i gave it a four uh same thing harry connick jr uh the jazz i was -hmm. like oh this is this is like it's sexy like that is the best way to describe the music in this and kind of had a bit of a swing to it it just it matched the tempo of the film and then as you said like the christmas jazzy classic music also suited everything about it so i don't know what movie you were watching over there but i wasn't listening <laughs> to the music apparently uh visuals
1: i gave it a four okay. because of new york and then the apartments and the restaurants and the big scenes um like the new year's eve scene it's just all the people dancing um just and the montage when they're on the phone Talking about whatever in the split scene, like they're out around New York, they're at a museum, they go to all these different places, they're at the Egyptian uh, exhibit that's, I think, off Central Park or something, or just Central Park. Just just beautifully shot. I mean, still shots, moving shots. Um, It was interesting watching it at work. I have two monitors that are side by side and I use AMD cards. So it's acts as one monitor. So when I watched the movie, it was in the middle between the two monitors (laughs) and it divided it in half. And I could see like they would start on this side and it would track and then they would appear on the other side of my screen. Just they weren't always centered on it. It gave kind of a weird look to the movie because you can kind of see how they were filming and setting up each shot. Which is all everything just filmed beautifully.
2: Yours. I get a four. Yours. Yeah, it was beautifully done. I agree that New York played such a key role in the film. All the apartments that we got to see, also the clothing from the eighties was lovely. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed how they styled her hair throughout. Um, it's they try to like show growth or like the change of her character um, as the years went on. And I also just thought her hair was so cool and curly. It was lovely.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a little bit lower. I'm a three, yeah. but uh, New York. I also liked the styling. I think that I just maybe had more maybe it's a bias towards rom-coms and like them not necessarily pushing the boundaries on like certain Mm -hmm. silhouettes or certain aspects of drawing attention to certain focal points that might be just like my bias coming through but I will agree like New York in this film is beautiful I totally agree it is the fifth character in this you have Central Park which could undoubtedly be the sixth character even so um but yeah, this this movie still is visually captivating. It's just not a strong visual in comparison to everything else that I think it's been put up against. Like if you were to compare it against like Atonement, yeah, okay. like uh, sorry, like Atonement's beautiful, but like Pride and Prejudice is oh, yeah, stuck, like top yeah. tier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your overall score.
1: I guess it would be a it was like a four point one six, but, you know, rounded up to four point
2: two. So then double it, double it. So eight point
1: eight point four.
2: Yeah.
0: Minus six point (laughs) seven. That music score. (laughs) (laughs) I am seven point three on IMDb. It is a seven point seven. So Jacob and I are a little bit closer to it than you are over there (laughs) with that big smile. So at this point, do we keep this DVD between you and I, over there? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in agreement of keeping <laughs> it. I also have to mention that I have not mentioned this yet. This movie was a wrapped DVD. Oh, it was widescreen. Hallelujah. Yes, it was. Good. So no complaints. And mother purchased it for eleven ninety nine. From where do we know? I don't know. It kind of looked like a Walmart sticker, in my opinion, with the font. Yeah. So we are going to keep this DVD. It got unwrapped. And mom was actually very excited for us to watch this movie. She said, oh, it's really cute. I I would agree. For for one time, she actually has a pretty decent opinion.
2: The the movie with the boat, Mm -hmm. The Man Makes a Canoe. Yeah, that's a
0: rom-com. That is. Oh, the ones where they're in their 40s. Must love dogs. There we go. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Today is how many movies can we name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> might hold a record for how many different movies were mentioned.
0: Uh, if you were to own this DVD, Jacob, would you keep it?
1: I would. If I were yeah. to have it, it would stay in my library. And I might Forever? watch it more often.
0: Yeah. Forever yeah. or
1: until it starts to degrade.
0: Yeah or you can't I I don't know like are they'll still make DVD players DVD players not DVD players necessarily but like USB DVD drives that we have and then the ability to watch the okay people still like physical copies for games it seems like
1: Mm -hmm. unless you have an Xbox Uh, Series S that that I have that has no disk drive
0: oh brains does
1: yeah, so the higher tier does. Same with the PlayStation. I think the higher tier PlayStation has a drive and the lower five does not.
0: Oh, oh. interesting. <laughs> Pay more for to play your DVDs <laughs> mm-hmm. or your games. Interesting. Interesting. OK, so we are going to pick next week's DVD. However, we are actually going to pick next week's DVD. It is episode 90 next week, if you can hardly believe it. It means that means that you get to pick next week's DVD cuz we alternate. Your very first one was Red Sparrow. Mine was John Tucker Must Die. I can't believe we are now 90 movies in. Did you want me to kind of guess what we're watching? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um my first one is just Wally. No. <laughs> but that's a great guess and I actually
2: didn't even consider it. Didn't cross my mind. She Is did. that what you guessed last time too? Correct. Nice. And you were kind of actually upset that you didn't think I, about that. You just that I, I just it would be such a nice cozy film to watch right now. Sit down with some tea and watch a little robot be all alone in Iceland. Oh my gosh, I love Wally so much. We're not watching Wally. No, we're not watching <laughs> Wally. Oh, I wish we were. Should I change? No, no, I won't change it. You won't but change it. that robot has my heart. I'll,
0: I'll remind you in 60. 60- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Uh, I, I remember I should have actually re listened to what I was offering because I remember I offered you quite a few movies and you were like, I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. And you went with something so. Yeah, Out of you, your wheelhouse that I wasn't expecting. But you picked it for a very specific reason. So, like, I'm I have, yeah. there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I guess, like, my question is, is it an animated film? No, it's not. Uh, yeah, that does not help me whatsoever. Okay, it's not animated. Nope, not animated. Um, is it an adult movie? As in, like, it's not kid-friendly? No, I'm pretty sure it's not, no. Okay, so anyone can watch it.
2: Wait it's not sorry
0: it's not kid friendly it's not kid friendly yeah it's It's an adult movie (laughs) okay Uh, again that doesn't really narrow too much is it an action movie no is it a romance yes okay that kind of kind of narrows things down it's hard because like i have my kind of romances but then is it romeo and juliet it's not is it Moulin Rouge. It is. Oh, it is. Okay, I got it. <laughs> you did. I'm impressed. <laughs> is it available anywhere? Nope. Okay. It, it, it. Oh, hold on. Did it get added somewhere? Yeah. It used to. I mean, also, I never had. It's on Disney Plus. Oh. Disney's opening their uh, game as of late. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Okay, so. Uh, I've never seen it. Oh. So
2: you're asking me questions, but I've never seen it. I absolutely adore Baz Luhrmann. Oh. And this is one that I've wanted to watch for a really long time. I have had the DVD sitting on my desk for it years. Was, it was like three or four years. Yeah. And then we started this and I was like, well, I I can't. But now I can. And this this movie came to mind while I was camping and thinking, what do I want to watch but couldn't watch, and now I can. So this is why I picked it. Gotcha. Okay.
0: I have not seen this movie either. I made a costume for someone for this film. Um, that, That's about it. That's the extent of my... I have been to the Moulin Rouge in Paris. That's the other thing. Fun. Yeah. Um, I don't have really much to say. I've just been outside the building. I haven't been actually there although i went to the bar that was across the street 14 euro uh 14 euro beers very expensive that is extremely expensive yeah that was also uh so it's 2023 uh, that was 11 years ago as well so i have i don't know if like the 14 year old bureaus must be the same there's no way they're getting away with spent like charging 21 euros at this point with inflation though you would you uh, i don't yeah. Know. <laughs> You never know. First off, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have enjoyed uh, chatting with us. Great pick on the movie.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) A wonderful idea to kind of get together and chat through. I know you wanted to do something 80s related. So to mark the 80s, we went with episode 89. Uh, We're going to end the episode there. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this week's episode. If you would like to follow us along, hit the follow or subscribe button. If you'd like to follow us on any of our socials, those are linked in the show notes below. Until then, have a really great week. Take care, everyone. Bye.
1: Goodbye.